This is Ed Wozniakiewicz, and welcome to today's episode of Candid Athletic Training Podcast, the one podcast that won't help you pass your BOC. But please, sit back, relax, hang out with Chad and Kevin, let's FMK some stuff. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Kevin. I don't even know what that's from. What is that from? Uh, that's an old 1970s TV show yeah. intro. Welcome yeah. back, Cotter. Welcome back, Cotter. Okay, yeah. So I have a question for you. Yeah? What's an FMK? <laughs> what, what, is <laughs> can, what is Canada Athletic what, Training? Do you remember how to do this? No, I have no idea. <laughs> what do I talk into? Where do, I, where do I look? What do I do with my hands? What do I do with my hands? Oh, my God. Well, so to, ev- to everybody else, I, I they think we haven't missed a beat, but um, no, we've missed some beats. We've missed some beats. <laughs> this well, is the longest we've gone without recording. Yeah, we did. We pounded in a year it. and a half. We yeah, we took a little break. We took a little break. Pre-recorded six episodes for you and put yeah. together a uh, a best of show. Yeah, hopefully I mean, you enjoyed. Oof. We tried to stay as current as as possible. And yeah, yeah. how was your September? Uh, my September has been just fine. I mean, you know, I think I've gotten a lot of sleep. Um, I've been just working. I've been walking my dog. You know, really nothing exciting. How about you? <laughs> What's the opposite of all those things? <laughs> wow. So if anybody doesn't know, Chad is a brand new father. Yeah. Clap, 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 oh, clap, clap. Thank clap. you. Here's to... Papa Henneberry. Oh, thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. He came three weeks early. I'm we're super lucky that we recorded when we did. Oh my god! Because otherwise, I don't know what we would have done. Well, we we anticipated. You know what? Hey, why don't we record early? Why he was actually. Some, why don't we do some shows? Then we'll have a bank of shows, and then we'll we'll keep recording through the next couple of weeks. Maybe. Nope. That kid was on his way out. Well, just think about this. He was actually. We're recording this on Saturday, yeah. September twenty sixth. He was due. Two days ago. Yeah. And he came before Labor Day. That thing, dang, it's been breathing for yeah three weeks, yeah, four weeks. Anyways, yeah, so yeah, that's been that's been going on, and work has been incredibly challenging with... Oh, yeah. All the... Oh, man. This, so much COVID. Yeah, the pandemic So much is COVID in your life right now. Ruining everything. No. <laughs> You thought it ruined everything before. Yeah. Now you have to actually deal with it on a daily yep. basis. Yeah. So kudos to everybody that actually does have to deal with it on a yeah. daily basis, because Chad's living your life right now. Yeah, it's it's okay. We're we're all doing the best we can as yeah. athletic trainers. That's all you can continue to do is just do the best you can, one day at a time. Make it happen. Yeah. Words I mean, of I, wisdom, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I think everybody kind of knew that once you got a bunch of people together and you had to test them all, you're probably going to find something, right? Inevitably, the numbers will go up the more you test. Yeah, it's just that it's just a, a it's, it's a numbers it game. Yep, absolutely. And it's kind of you know it's similar to if you go looking for people that are hurt. Yeah, you're probably going to find some. Yeah, right. Well, here's the most fr- here's the most honest and frustrating. Give part me your of honest this. opinion. I'm going to try and be candid here for a second. Oh, what? Not on this show. We as sports medicine professionals we put so much time and effort into protecting our kids for those two or three hours 
that we see them every day. Yeah. All the rules, all the regulations, all the stipulations, mm-hmm. all the masks and gloves and spray bottles and mm-hmm. all the don't do this, that, and the other. The most important part is the 21 other hours of the day or however right. long you don't see your kids where they're going out. I mean, it's just that's the frustrating part is we put all these things, policies in place, and then we're just at the whim of the young adult that wants to go out and just live a normal life. Sounds familiar. Sounds so. like um, maybe doing rehab with your athlete. Yeah. Maybe doing uh, even doing treatments. You know, hey, like I really appreciate that you're coming in here and hoping that uh, I can make your knee feel better. But what are you doing the rest of the 18 hours of the day when you're not sleeping or seeing me? Yep. Right. What's the expression? You can lead a horse to water. You can lead an but athlete. You can't to, teach it out of fish. You can lead an athlete to somewhere, <laughs> but you can't make him do jack shit. <laughs> He can lead a horse to water, and then that's Where can you it. lead an athlete? You can lead them um, straight out of the athletic training room because they're pissing you off. I don't yeah. know. Where can you lead an athlete? That's a good That's know. a good topic. Do where ever... can you lead an athlete? That's weird. All right, let's yeah. write it down. We'll write it, it down. Next where... next topic. Well, where did we talk about the athlete? rehab train one time? The rehab train? Yeah. No. Oh, then that must have been at work, and we're going to I might have been drunk. Out. Who knows? I don't know. I'll have to go back. Rehab train. Rehab train. It's coming. <laughs> choo choo. <laughs> yeah, we did stand, say that. Stand, I think that was in one of our on episodes. When the train's coming through. Did you? I, I'm gonna have to go back and listen to some of our episodes that we put posted. Barkman. Well, Barkman? we just Barkman. We recorded those six within like three days, or four days. Well, that's yeah. That's and the so, thing. I don't remember. It was a blur. It's 100 percent a blur. Yeah. Well, the moral of the story is, thank you all for listening continuing to listen thank you for all the voting that you did over the last two months we know we kept asking you to vote for us in these podcast awards and those podcast awards and all those things Uh, we are still awaiting results of those and hopefully they turn out in our favor if not you know what so what we did the best we could and we have such a fantastic group of followers we really appreciate you all that we do and very much so um continue to order apparel Please. The hats are flying right now. Flying. And if, in fact, if you don't order one right now, it might be a little bit before you get one. We'll just I'm get not more. Lie. We'll get more, and then you'll uh, get more. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know if we'll, we'll ever get any more. So you might want to get vintage ones. The shirts, the hats, all that is available on candidathletictraining.com, which is our website. Uh, there is an apparel section, a shop. You should go check it out. We have some good stuff. In fact, I have an itch to go order some more. I want to get some. Well, the, the cold weather is coming. Oh, the winter is coming. Winter is coming. John Snow and all his friends. I'm, you know I'm nothing, almost, John Snow. I'm almost done with Game of Thrones, so we're gonna redo Game of Thrones. We are because now we both have you, seen. Now you've seen yeah, it. I've seen and it. I've and, seen the whole thing. So we're gonna do. We're gonna redo a Game of Thrones fat mm-hmm. with our own take. Because I na- definitely have a different opinion. Yeah. Um, so do I. <laughs> I have no idea what we said the first time. But I'll figure. Um, but winter's coming, so I want to order some cold weather apparel. Yeah, some long sleeve stuff, some sweatshirts and stuff. It's to, and win, winter caps, winter hats. We need. You call them cap? The yeah. stocking. I call it a hat. Winter stocking hat. hat. I call it a winter hat. What do you call it, all you northerners? Yeah, or southerners. I don't know. <laughs> a lot of hipsters out there wearing hats in the middle of summer. So, what do you got? Hipsters. Yeah. Hipsters love 
winter beanies. Beanies. In the middle of summer. Yeah, that's true. You can wear it all year. You can wear it There's all no year rules. long. Um, lastly, Does that as make you me heard. old? Because I'm talking about hipsters. It's probably making me old. I think I'm old. Not as old as you. No, I think, I think you're borderline. I think you could still pull it off if you really wanted to. Yeah, I'm, I don't know, man. I am, I'm getting a little old. Are you researching our fat already over yeah. there? You're, you're yeah. going, I'm like Seriously. watching you scroll through your I'm phone. Scroll, like, he's researching a, our fat. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be gonna a great wanna, one. You're going to want to tune in. We're doing, uh, I, we haven't done one of these in a while where we're going to pick an actor and go through his characters. We're, picked it, we're, we're picking a great actor. A great, legendary. A legendary actor. He just, had probably, a bir- he just had a birthday, and I love the man. Probably on the Mount Rushmore of funniest individuals in the world. In mine, yeah. He's probably right there. Absolutely. We're going to tease you with that. Um, lastly, before we get into the night show, unless you have anything for this intro. No, I'm just spitballing off of you. Okay. Um, as you heard, Ed... Open the show for us tonight. We appreciate that, Ed. Thanks, Ed. Can you say his last name yet? Was he said the, it. Was the way, 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 way. Yep, close. Chick. So he did an <laughs> intro for us. We are looking for more intros. If you want to be on the show, you can open the show. You just have to send us an, a video or an audio. Um, just record yourself. I mean, it's a selfie. It's You're used to it. I and mean, just it's either, now... Either just... DM us on social media or yep. send it to you know email it to us at candidfatraining at gmail dot com. It's fine, mm-hmm. That's and an you easy... can open the show for us. It's the second. It's the second uh, cheapest way to get on the podcast now. Write us a review on Apple Podcasts. We'll read your name. We will. Cheap pops everywhere. If you want to get on the same episode, write us a review and send us an intro. We'll double down on you. Oh my! Can gosh. I say that? I'll Do double it. up anybody. <laughs> FMK is coming too. It's you, been a while. Usually you got to pay double for that. Cotton. Cotton. <laughs> Boom. Oh, I haven't I haven't done many movie quotes in my, in my life in the last four weeks. Holy cow. Lastly, uh, our secondary show, which might be we our have primary a second show. show. <laughs> our second show every week is our new show, our abnormal show, according to some, whatever. It's just a show. But we do success stories. If you have a success success story. Say that three times fast. Nope. I will get arrested for <laughs> saying na- naughty words. Share it with us. Whether it's your own success or somebody you know, their success. Mm. Mm. Okay. Mm. That's Share all I have. Share the success. 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 Yep. What do you want to get into? The show. Okay. What do we do now? <laughs> so somebody help what us. Want, what do you want to start? We're with? drowning over here. Oh, yeah, seriously. Can it, can somebody else do the podcast for a couple of weeks? Because I'm rusty. Take over. I am rusty. Um, what do you want to start with? I don't care. Okay, let's start with um, FMK. You came up with it. Our FMK. Uh, if you're a new listener, um, FMK is a game we play every week. We give you a topic and three options. You have to F1, marry one, and kill one. Simple as that. This week, we're going to do... You okay? Ah, you just had a tickle in my throat. Tickling. Nothing not scotch yet. can't help. Not yet. Scotch, scotch, scotch in my belly. We're not doing Anchorman today. <laughs> <laughs> 
We really, every week we sit down and debate <laughs> if we should do Anchorman this week for our fictional athletic trainer. And we both look at each other and go, none of them would be any good. Why would we talk about it? Just to say the quotes. But that's really all. We, that's do you all really we think do. any? All right, we'll get to it. One Brick week. wins, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I killed a man with a trident. I've been meaning to talk to you about that. Oh, God. All right, so. Back to FMK. What? The okay. the visual aids that you may or may not use or have in your athletic training rooms. So, what are we talking about? We're talking about those posters on the wall, you know, the skeletal system. Talking Maybe about posters. Posters. Um, yeah, posters, skeletons. Posters, skeletons, and then some sort of plastic molds of maybe a specific joint. Maybe you have a, uh, an ankle. Model. An, um, ankle model on yeah. You know, in the in your athletic training room, maybe it's an elbow, maybe it's a, a knee. Um, so F1, marry one, kill one. Uh, just a heads up. Mm-hmm. Um, if you plan on Google <laughs> searching an- an- ankle, ankle model, um, you might get some non-suitable for work content. Just be careful. Um, all we'll, right. We'll take a five second if you want to just... <laughs> Double check. <laughs> so posters, the skeleton, and then yeah, individual joint models. Mm-hmm. Go for it. You want me to go? Yeah. All right. You got to f one. You got to marry um, one. You got to kill one. That's how this game man, works. Man, it's it's really interesting because you want you can do it from different perspectives. You can do it for what you use so the most. Effing. You can that's do effing. it like, um, what's the most economical? In your athletic training, like from also that perspective, could be effing and um, marrying. Okay, let's do this. The one that I probably use the least, okay, is the poster. All right. So I think I will kill it. I personally like to put my hands on something when I'm effing marrying Ooh. them. Yeah, you okay? do. Okay, so I can't yeah, really put my hands on the poster. Well, I can. It's kind of weird. You can just use one index yeah, finger. Yeah, I, I want to really. Yeah, you need to get the whole grip on it. Right? And if I'm demonstrating <laughs> something to an athlete, I really want something tangible that they can see. Because I'm, All I right. think most athletes are visual. Uh huh. Um. So I'll kill the poster. Okay. Um. I think I'm going to. Ooh, tough. Um. I think I'm going to have to F the skeleton. <laughs> oh, yeah, you will. Uh, I think there's a term for that. Yeah, that's a, is it? Can you look that up? <laughs> I think there is. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's definitely. There's definitely that's, uh, I think I could go to jail. Yeah, definitely. Okay, um, plastic molds are probably the easiest. Oh, man, this is really tough because I actually like the fact that most of the skeletons move, like are mobile. Like you can show how a joint bends or works or moves, something like that. Uh, where most of the plastic molds are just, they they don't. So that's a drawback, but it's easier to just grab a quick knee rather than grab the whole skeleton and show them. Okay. Um, so I might marry the plastic mold. Okay. And F the skeleton. I do have a question. What's your question? Do you name, do you have a skeleton? I don't have a skeleton. In your closet? I don't have any skeletons in my closet. Okay, you don't have a skeleton not at work. in your athletic I have a, training. I have a lot of skeletons in the closet at home, but not at work. <laughs> okay. But um, do you so think last... most people have a name for their skeleton? Yes. I think they do. Everybody names the skeleton. I don't think I, I, don't think I named the one at our... Somebody else did. Is it the yeah, same but... one that's been there for 25 years? Yeah, but 
can everybody call it something different? No. Isn't this... Okay, can no. Ev- can everybody call you something different? No, okay. your name's Chad. Not if, according to my parents, they would have changed my name <laughs> when I was like seven years old. <laughs> we already had that. St- All right, anyways. No, no wonder you're so messed up. Gosh. Oh, yeah. Um. So, yeah, I'll F the skeleton. Did you find out what that term is? Well, I, I mean... You know, effing dead people is necrophilia. Okay, so that's that, close that's, enough. That's that's the closest thing. When I when I searched, um, effing a skeleton, also that's not suitable <laughs> for work. There's a there's a lot of um, links that rhyme with um, blank stub, and or corn corn stub, yeah. and. Yeah, I, I didn't open any of them. Yeah, you probably should. So I didn't. I didn't want to get any virus, more viruses on me. Yeah, it's already okay. got COVID. I'm sure. So, so I think, yeah, I'll marry the plastic molds. F the skeleton, kill the posters. I'll let you go, so I don't get any more trouble here. <laughs> that, was, that was great already. Um, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna marry the poster actually. Okay. And. The number one reason is because I have a poster in my treatment room. Yep. And it's now it's very specific to what I do as an athletic trainer. And that is as a, I work for a company called Structural Elements. And this poster is geared towards what we do. Um, Backs. And so, well, it's, it's really a mapping system. Okay. Gotcha. And so it always gives me, a good reference when somebody's trying to understand what I'm doing and they're like, I just, I don't understand why you can always find all these spots on me that like are tight and I'm, I'm laying, I have focal adhesions in my fascia. I can go to this poster and show them and it's a cool looking poster. And then it also kind of has the, the elements of traditional Chinese medicine, like right along with it. And so I can kind of get into that world with it. Like the acupuncture world. Yeah. 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 Um, and like following the lines of like, you know, the, the traditional Chinese medicine world, the five elements of traditional Chinese medicine. Um, so I'm going to marry that because I use it all the time and it's been very beneficial. And in the past, I've also had cool posters for, um, kind of mobility exercises and things like that, that I've, I've gone to that I've liked. So here's the problem I have with the poster a little sure. bit. In the traditional athletic training room setting, maybe. Okay. It's on the wall. Mm-hmm. And you're probably limited in space Yeah. in your athletic training room. Yeah. Um, not on the wall, but like you have treatment tables and you have mm-hmm. like the stands in between the treatment. So you're constantly like you're – you can't get up to the poster real close. So you're like pointing from a distance or I get what you're saying. Sometimes. Or the posters on the other side of the room in the yeah. the training t- your athletic training table where you're doing the yeah. evaluation. So you gotta walk is on the over. other side and you go, Oh, come over here and let me show you. No, I yeah. tell you. I and totally then you gotta that. like then the print is super small and it's like Sure. Yeah. Sure. Uh, anyways. The other thing I like about it though yeah. is it is stimulating for the athlete to me. They'll go in there. They'll check it out. Be like, "Oh, that's the muscle you were talking about." Mm. A little learning process. Okay. Um, I'm gonna kill the skeleton because if one, it's already dead. But <laughs> then two, um, 
it's really only because I want to F the models, if that makes sense. F the models. Um, Do you have one in mind? Yes. Okay. The ankle um, and the shoulder. But I most of the joint models also come with some muscles on it, some tendons, some ligaments. Mm-hmm. And you can really show in a 3D world the athlete this is what your you know supraspinatus looks like and this is what your supraspinatus looks like on drugs you know yeah um, this is what this is what it's supposed to look like and this is what your bad posture is causing correct and i think it's not always necessary to use <laughs> and it's not always necessary you don't have to do it every day yeah. but man when you can do it you you do it right um, and so that's why I would, I would F the model. Here's another thing though. I like to show movement patterns and you can't do that on a poster. Like I want to show how something is supposed to move. Can you do that on the skeleton though? Yeah. Not always, man. Sometimes they're just like screwed together. Yeah, that's true. They, sometimes the it's screw, like, like you, you try like, to do uh, supination with a wrist and yeah. it's like, uh, nope, it doesn't do that. Sorry. Yeah. But mean, better than a poster. Definitely better than a poster, but right. not as good as, you know, Fair hey, enough. look, here's my hand. Yeah. Um, I mean, none of them are perfect, yeah. right? And I think that's why you, yeah. you know. You piece them, them they together. All, they all have their issues. Yeah. yeah. Baggage. They all baggage got their baggage. Them, yeah. I did look into, though, a skeleton costs anywhere from like 100 bucks to like 300 bucks. Okay. What are the plastic molds? The plastic models, I mean, those are like, they... Just for an ankle, sometimes it's two hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. So you gotta get multiple. skeleton might be cost efficient. Yeah, and then maybe I don't know. Maybe you can attach some other stuff to make it look like a muscle. The f- the fun thing about the skeleton is you can do fun things with it. Like you can dress it up on Halloween. S- yeah, you can scare people like around <laughs> corners and like I you just can. yeah you absolutely can. You it can put fun. it. You can sit, you can put it in your chair. Yeah, and be like, yeah, no, Chad's here. Can't look, do anything. He's right there. Maybe you could do that with a plastic mold or a plastic model. Not just one body part. Yep. Like seven. There's just <laughs> this somebody, is a severed somebody head. came in and just cut a cut a bunch of people yeah. up. You know? I don't know. Okay, so you so you're marrying the poster, you're effing the plastic and you're killing the skeleton. Correct. Got it. It'll be very interesting to see what the what the people say, what you all use. I'd like to know what your skeleton's name is. That is a really And cool if you topic. do anything with your skeleton. So we'll Sammy put those up. the skeleton. Do anything fun. All right, let's move on. Let you let's let Frank the skeleton. Yeah, we can move on. Um, let's go top five. Oh, this is a good one. What's my top five? Um, our top five this week, brought to you by us. Um, we asked 100 athletic training students, Kevin. Students. Darn students. How long does the average athletic training career span? Oh. How long does the average athletic training career span? So what are these athletic training students anticipating on how long their career is going to span? Okay, Um, 10 years, 25 years, 35 years. I'm going to say also it just doesn't end, so it's never ending. (laughs) Never ending story. Did you ever see that movie, Never Ending Story? I freaking hate it. I did too. Oh, thank God. You're of the generation that loved it, though. Uh, yeah, I just was like, eh. Oh, I like, man. Yeah, 
I, I could not stand that movie. I there's oh no, sorry. Um and then last but not least, I think I think some of our athletic training students said I just hope it actually starts. <laughs> okay. So you said 10 years, so any, 25 years. Any more than years. one day that they're happy with. You said 10, 25. What was the third answer? 35. 35. I figured, you know, you graduate college, 22, 23, maybe you go grad school. Say you're 25. If you work another 35 years, right, you're 60. Puts you at 60. I mean, that's a, that's a general retirement age. Yeah. Right? And then you said it never ends, and then just Hopefully get the thing started. Okay, <laughs> this was actually one of our most competitive um, top fives ever. All right, like from first to fourth was only separated by a couple votes. Interesting. So it, this was a fun one, actually. Was it top heavy though? Top heavy. Okay. So yeah. There's not, well, there's not there, a lot there was of not difference. a lot of different answers. Yeah. It was it's incredible. Um, in fifth place, with eight votes. Okay. 10 years. Yeah. Well, ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Well, newsflash, it's the only one you got. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, in fourth place with 12 votes, 40 years. 40? What the? People want to work until they're 60-something. As an athletic trainer? Yep. Oh, Jesus. 40. Oh, Jesus, people. Um, in third place with 14 votes. Can you imagine being on a bus when you're like 62, <laughs> Go, going to Youngstown? <laughs> Several naps on that bus ride. <laughs> well, I started. Being, I started being adult age, diapers, like I, taping people. I started at age 32, <laughs> so I would be 70. You are gonna be. You're gonna be an old man. Oh, let's hope not. 40. We might need some more uh, funding for the podcast yeah. so that Chad's not sitting on a bus when he's 68. Let's get some friggin' sponsors here <laughs> so we can retire and just talk about it. If anybody just wants to give us money, yeah. too, that's fine. <laughs> we're going to start a Patreon. You guys can oh, all donate to, to us. I think we have Just because we're sore losers. We are. All right. In third place, with 14 votes, Yeah. 20 years. Okay. In second place, with 16 votes. 15 years. 15. Okay. And then in first place, call. in first place with 18 votes, 30 years. So you were kind of right around there. You ah, said yeah. 25. You said 35. Nobody said it, it doesn't end or it just they just hope it starts. Um, <laughs> No. One person <laughs> said crazy. a while. <laughs> a while. It's just, it's going to last a while. Yeah. Uh, the, the one random answer that I wanted to discuss, um, somebody said, until uh work until your 30s so like in you were you get That's out of athletic training before you hit years. 40 yeah. years old it's the, it's the 10 to 15 year plan yeah yeah which is is I'm that not, the, is that the problem is it and i know you've talked about this you yeah. want to keep people in the profession longer mm-hmm. so we have okay is all right let's go let's go from our top five answers um is ten years long enough? No. Okay. Right. When you, I'm, I'm gonna, fif- I'm gonna promise you, ten years into your career, you're, you're just gonna be, you're finally, you finally feel comfortable. Yeah. In your own shoes. No, I think by year five or six, I did. 
Okay, I'm, I'll rephrase that. Oh, by your ten, you I find gotcha. by I gotcha. your ten, you're right, you're right, yeah. you are finally comfortable in your your own shoes, and you're actually really good at your job. Okay, fair enough. Okay, fifteen years is that long enough? I think you're in the prime of like really like you're you've got things down. Twenty. Twenty years as an athletic trainer is that is that good? Is enough? that enough? Yeah, I think that's enough okay. as a traditional we'll call it traveling from the high school level to that college level i mean i really think when you're 45 ish to 50 um i think you're getting to a point where you're trying to figure out how can i not how can i have my job not be as physical right or or you have I was just having this conversation actually with my future father-in-law of like, he literally, he point blank asked me, how long do you think you can keep treating people? Like how long can you really, do you feel like you can actually keep the physical demand of using your hands on people all day up? And I said, I think that's a long time. I honestly think I, I will be able to be physically fit enough to do it but i don't think i want to be treating as many people as i could right now and do right now when i'm 50 i would hope i'm more in a teaching role more of a trying to have two to four people that are you know my pupils underneath me and so that i'm I don't want, it's not even like administrative, more just trying to pass on the, the knowledge. Mm -hmm. Right. But I'm, I still want to be physically in my job. I want to be physically treating somebody, making a difference with them right then and there with my hands. Um, but I don't think that's when I'm 55. I don't think that's when I'm 60. I really don't. I mean, I'm, my hope is in the next 10 years, I'm down yeah this podcast can help this podcast my mouth will not (laughs) shut up (laughs) all right do you have anything else on top five oh god i don't know yeah no it's a it's a loaded topic though like i think it's i talk about a very good discussion for a round table at a nata conference the big wigs for the big wigs yeah how do we what what do you get, what do you think your athletic training students think this career looks like for the next 20 years of the, of their lives so somebody needs to take this conversation that you this and I are data. having this data and send it over to the folks at the NATA and Kathy um and they can listen to this discussion and and see the need cuz in reality cuz 10 years is not enough no why why would anybody as an athletic training student think their career is only going to last 10 years unless you're like you're just somebody that's like you know what i know i'm somebody that's going to change careers throughout my life that's what i want to do Well, that's the problem yes which is but i I which is what i think your biggest your big your biggest pet peeve i think well not biggest pet peeve but one of your gripes is people who will get into this profession just to get out of the profession correct one one of my top pet peeves of athletic training students is using athletic training as a 
gateway to another profession. What's well, a gateway on drug purpose. now? <laughs> yeah, it could be. I'm just gonna get my I'm gonna get my fix of like I really like to work with athletes, so I wanted to be an athletic trainer, but now I'm gonna be this. Like, you, God, go off off. Before we move on, what do you think the yeah. the largest number we got was? Largest? The biggest. One one person Longest? said Yeah. One uh well you said forty. Right? That was forty was on our top five. five. Which is amazing. Um Okay, I'm gonna say I don't know, 50 then. Yep, that was the top answer, 50 years of oh, athletic training. 50 years. And I think 50, 50 years shades. of athletic Being an athletic trainer for 50 years, it's wonderful. But I don't think, it, I hope by year 25, you're at least into a position where you are now just trying to pass on all your knowledge. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, don't be sitting on a bus, I, unless you want to. I mean, go for it. Like, I don't know. Well, there's a, I mean, I bet, oh gosh, how old is, I'm going to call out Dave right now. Dave is, I'm, I'm 35. So I think that means Dave is. Carry the one. I think Dave's like 48 or something, 49. He might be almost 50. I bet he's been an athletic trainer for, so almost 30 years, right? I mean, he was, he probably graduated. He probably graduated with honors when he was fourteen years old from Auburn <laughs> Univers- or University of Auburn, Auburn University. I, I'm, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make him really mad by saying both. Oh, we're, um, we're definitely getting a text on that one. Yeah, and he's still <laughs> sitting on buses and planes. Yeah. All right, Kevin. Anyway, yeah, I'm I'm rambling. We're gonna do friend or foe. All right, and I'm totally I'm blind to this. I don't yeah, know, I, I don't just know came up with be. this, and I didn't yep. even tell you. I okay. just said. This is going to be the easiest one for you to answer, but it's going to it's going to be an interesting discussion nonetheless, okay. I think. All right. I think it's going to take you less than a second to spit out an answer. Okay. <laughs> All right. Friend or foe, Kevin? Uh-huh. Ace bandage clips <laughs> or fasteners? <laughs> <laughs> foe. Total 100% foe. 100% product that is strictly designed, manufactured to be a friend. <laughs> Nobody considers it a friend. No, everybody gets rid of them. Is there? You know, it's amazing. I like. I don't. Oh my god. When I when I was an intern, it's supposed to be a friend. It's, it's really it's supposed, supposed, to, help. To, it's supposed to help you. Here's the thing, though. Who? I mean, do you ever? And tell me if I'm wrong, but I never get to the end of the elastic bandage roll in order to tack down the end of it with this like clasp. All I, I, I get towards the end of the roll and then I just tuck it in somewhere else. Like, <sighs> when was the last time you actually, I mean, now here's the thing. If you're using it strictly for like, um, you're wrapping up a quad for somebody had a contusion, right? And you're sending them home at the end of the night for just some compression or something like that. Like, I guess I get it, but oh my God, I had a box. I had a literal, like, so I'm sure if you've ordered elastic band or elastic wraps, you know, you either get this little crappy white box full of them, and then they're all they're all covered in plastic, and then they got the freaking clasps on them. Everybody takes off the clasps, and they throw them in this box, and then you keep them. 
What? You just there's it's like they're in the they're in the old AT junk drawer. Yeah. Just in case you need them. But and you you have 452 of them. Can you think of one use for them? Other than holding the elastograph? No. No, no. no, no. Nobody uses them. Nobody uses them cuz everybody tapes it down. And you just you put some power flex or elastic, you know. Okay, so tape. that's a okay, so there's there's velcro Ace bandages now, which mm-hmm. is a much better invention. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and then there's power flex or just some sort of tape. Which one are you more likely to use? Tape. A Velcro one? Because the Velcro ones will just break down after four washings. I, um, every time I needed that elastic, say I was doing a hip spica on a player. <sighs> there's a good right? There's a good question there. When If you have the, the Ace wrap with the actual Velcro on it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. How often do you get it right so that it comes out on the oh right side? Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, that now talk about an art form. Yeah. Doing a hip spica so that it ends in a place that is appropriate for it to, like, you can hold it <laughs> Pat there. Pat it on right? there. <laughs> or, like, so we used to actually do hip spicas a decent amount. Um, a lot of we weird. We still do. Yeah, like a lot of weird, you know, groin kind of hip flexor stuff with baseball players. And I definitely had it down that I I could get it in the exact spot that I wanted it. But then we would do elastic wrap and then that's about it. Like whatever. And then like a little, like maybe baby powder or something over the top of it so that it, you know, their, your sliders or your pants wouldn't like rub on the tape and roll it up. Here's my thing. If I don't use something as strong as tape and i say i use that clasp like if that thing falls off and the while the guy's rounding second base like now it's just like unraveling or down his leg <laughs> like i mean the, the the things are great i think for the everyday use at home of you know non athletic events like you just need to wrap on a hot pack while you're at home and then you just you know put a little clip there and then whatever like it's not the not that big a deal but even then i would rather not get to the end of the wrap and just it's still wrapped or still rolled up a little bit and just tuck it in somewhere like it's so they're pointless they're a foe well see they're not a foe they're just <laughs> useless right they're, they're a just foe. What they're what they are is not a friend. That's what they are. They're not a friend. They're a foe. They're a foe. I guess. I don't hate. I mean, they're stupid. I oh my god! I had a, a box full of them. <laughs> I, I and for, I, I love you, Dan. So but why I, don't I'm you pretty just sure throw Dan, them out? Dan always wanted me to keep them, and I was like, I why? What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing here? And then I started just making so, the executive decision. So throwing them when out. you ace rap. What percentage of the time are you ace wrapping? Okay, uh, this is a, this is gonna be bad because mm-hmm. I know I should have I should have thought of this before. Okay. More often than not, an ace wrap sometimes accompanies an ice bag. Yes. Yeah. I, I aren't you just poking early, a hole early in my career? Aren't you yes. poking a hole in the ice bag <laughs> with you the class? Definitely class? could. And you you're just creating could. leakage everywhere. Absolutely leakage. Nobody wants leakage. No, no leakage. You're allowed. No, no leakage. <laughs> Anyways, if you have a use for 
the ace bandage clip or fastener, please let us know. Oh my god. If somebody's figured out something else to use those for, please like, let us know. Maybe like a fun game of barrel of monkeys. Maybe. <laughs> but seriously. And then oh my god, like you prick yourself with one of those things? Yeah. That hurts. Oh man. Those things are so stupid. It's incredible that they're, they, like, they're still <clears throat> And then I love that like in themselves they're like a little like elastic bandage. Like mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> in some little... of them. Yep. <laughs> oh my god. It's incredible. So stupid. Why right. do we do this? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, I agree. Faux. Super easy. I just wanted to get have a fun discussion about that was a good about one. like ace wraps in general and how we use them and you the problem. Have started we the could, show with that. We we should. We can do a, a whole. We can extrapolate the ace wrap discussion. Oh man! And then is like is it ace was a company right? That's like know. a name. Elastic right? bandage. Sorry. No, I mean I'm I'm not yeah. I'm not yelling at you. I'm just like I've called it an ace wrap my entire life. It's kind of like, but I also called an ATM machine a time machine my entire life. Yeah, until and like Q-tips recently. is actually a thing, yeah. and Kleenex, and I think one also of those band-aids, things. brand right? names, brand names, brand names. Right, I think a band band aid is actually a brand oh, name. I yeah, think. you're right. I think it is. And that I mean, that's a really interesting discussion for athletic trainers because we often call something by the brand name. Because at at one point in our career, it was the only one that was available, and so that's what you had. Yep. Right. And then all of a sudden, these other ones come out, and somebody says that name, and you're like, "What? Like, what are you? What are you talking about?" Yeah, I have about? no idea what you're referring I mean, to. In the cla- another tissue, right? I think tissue is a brand name, or Kleenex. Kleenex. I'm sorry. Yeah. Kleenex. Kleenex is a brand name. Like, can you hand me a Kleenex? What if you never heard? Never had Kleenex brand tissues. I don't know. All right, let's go to a fat. Okay. I can ramble on about stupid stuff all day. Let's talk about some greatness. Yeah, we can. We, we're filled. We're chock full of, of idiocy. All right. Uh, you just said Bill Murray just had a birthday. Let's do Bill Murray. Bill characters. Murray's birthday is September he, 21st. He, he is, just turned 70 years old. He is one of the funniest men ever, most intriguing. Okay, Absolutely. I just have this up on IMDb right here. Okay, fifty-three Oscar wins and seventy-eight nominations. Yeah, holy cow! For a comedian. For a comedian. All right, filmography. We can. We're not going to. I mean, how many no, does he not, have? Three hundred fifty-one oh titles. Huh. We're not doing three hundred fifty-one. No, 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 no. We'll just scroll through for the big ones, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And we're not doing Saturday Night Live because this is fictional. No, 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 no. no. Fictional. Yeah. And I mean, let's be honest. We have not seen all of his movies right i mean no i i know i've seen a fair amount of his Some movies of the good ones but where do you want to start current um, and work backwards or start with the ogs and no i just i literally want to start with caddyshack okay caddyshack what's his name in there carl 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 um not a good I mean, athletic trainer why uh, i mean i mean me, why not huh? why not as you know yeah. uh okay I mean, if i kill all the all the golfers Resourceful. Lock me up and throw it away the key. Resourceful. I'll oh, give him that. Very resourceful. Determined. Yes. Um, not super smart. <sighs> he's 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 wise about certain things. Okay. <laughs> he's really uh, good at grass. He's really good about knowing the grass. Yeah. Which I guess. Not very good at killing gophers. 
gets outsmarted by a gopher. Yep. For that, most of the movie. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just, I don't find that to be a strong. He's a he's a dreamer. Okay. He, he sees himself at winning the Masters by killing flowers. By killing flowers. Yeah. I think now I do think he's uh he's inventive, right? He created his own um mixture of grass that he would like golf courses to use. He he blended two different styles of grass in order to uh try to create a superior grass and so I think he'd be a a solid thinking on your feet. I need to figure out how to do this tape job with you know I don't know, Elasticon instead of just traditional elastic tape. And then he could get the job done. Okay. Yeah. I see where you're going. He's um he's very dedicated to his athletes and his you know, his the gol- the golfers, right? Um he randomly he, he he picks up other people's jobs. He pretends to be a caddy for a guy that wants to go golfing while it's raining and there's no caddies available. And then he just tells him to keep playing even though it's pouring down rain and there's lightning everywhere. And eventually, eventually the guy dies because he gets struck by lightning and he runs away. I don't think you can continue to practice athletic training if that happens. I'm, I'm just saying, um, yeah, he can't do that, (laughs) but he, he, he was there. He stepped up, he stepped up, He, he filled in the role. You know, but he did it poorly. Okay, I got I got another one. <laughs> okay, what's Ready? the next movie? Yep. Dr. Peter Venkman. Ooh. In Ghostbusters. Yes. Okay. What do you think? Uh, well. Cool under pressure. Cool under pressure. He make so what I love about his character, and I mean this is Bill Murray, like to a T in almost all of his characters, but like he had the ability to be in a stressful situation, be cool, but then also be funny at the same time. Yep. He'd, he'd drop a one-liner, right? Yep. And then sometimes he'd make fun of somebody, and they wouldn't even know that they, he was getting made fun of, right? Agreed. Um, He's good uh, with slime and foreign substances. Yes, absolutely. Um, didn't get grossed out that much. By slime. How about this? How much difference? He's distracted though. Yeah, he does. Yeah, by the by the by Ladies. the lady. Yeah. How about this? How different is the suit from khaki? Is that a khaki? <laughs> is that a is that a full like onesie khaki? Well, they're like. I would I would liken it as close to like a hazmat suit. A hazmat slash like. Like the mechanics, like overalls, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but sure. in a khaki yeah. color, right? So he's used to khakis. Okay. And he's a doctor, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's not. He's not necessarily uh, curing cancer or anything. No, right? Um, he's doing. <laughs> he's doing like. And let's, I mean, let's be honest. He wasn't, he wasn't the brains of the operation. No, definitely he not. He wasn't Egon, right? But he was, he was the guy that got a lot of stuff done. Okay. Yep. All right. So I think you, why don't you, I think that's, that was a, that was a pretty good one. Pick another one. Um, Stripes. Oh, I love that movie. Honestly, one of my, um, definitely one of my favorite Bill Murray movies. 
and probably to me is one of the most un, I, still an underrated comedy I think for most people. Man, that guy he just did not care. Oh. He just it was he was just did what he wanted because he just didn't care. Could you imagine doing that as an athletic trainer? So, no, right? But we all kind of want to. Yeah. Like we all we all want to go into our job. So Stripes was 1981. What mm-hmm. was um. Uh, police academy was that before or after? Did this this come out before the first police academy? Because he he's got like a little Steve Gutenberg, you know, kind oh of. God, I don't know. It's the same Steve, kind of police academy in the seventies. Uh, anyway, sorry. I just that whole me, like me. I think he started this whole like I'm just going to be the degenerate in the army and get away with whatever I want to get away with. But got the job done. <laughs> he gets his job you know? done in all of I mean, and he, he rallied the troops. He rallied the misfits. Yeah. He, I mean, he he got all of the, 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 the kids that weren't supposed to be there to be rallied, right? That weren't abiding or weren't uh, taking to the drill sergeant role and so he said hey come follow me we're gonna have fun and we're still gonna get the job the pied done. piper yeah i mean he's german he went into germany was it germany i think he went into- yeah no Ru- russia no i don't uh, remember i'll look it up in a second um, but i th- I, th- I think he would make a saw that character john okay again i think it's john got distracted yeah, it is John. Got distracted very easily. He, yeah. Um, now that's going to be a theme. Yeah, it's it's a theme with Bill. I think Bill gets distracted. He's a uh, he's the funny ladies man. Yeah. Um. Oh. And again, it's like his buddy, Egon. I don't know what was his name in the movie. Uh, I'll figure it out. Um, in stripes. Yeah. What's his name in the movie? Um, uh, Russell. Ra- Hill Ramis. Russell. Yeah, it's Russell. He was more of the... Brains? Brains. More of like yeah. the, hey, this is what we're going to do. And then like all of a sudden, John just kind of takes over, right? And he just kind of is the, well, okay, this is what you want to do. Well, I'm the ex- I'll, I'll execute it, but I'm going to execute it my way. Yep. Um, so I think he would need to be... The older athletic trainer with some maybe some young coaches that he can connect with right away and say, "Listen, what do you want out of these these players?" From my end, okay, you want X, Y, and Z. I will get to X, Y, and Z. Just don't pay attention to how I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure. Okay. How Loves, about God? I love stripes. How about this one? Movie. How about? Groundhog Day. Oh, what would you do as an athletic trainer? Repeat. I mean, sometimes it feels that way to me. I mean, it is. It, it, it's the same it, thing over, over, every day. Do this, like, repeat, repeat. Which is actually interesting because I got into the profession because the thing I like most about it is every day is a little bit different, but mm-hmm. there's still some routine to it. Well, I, that's, it's interesting that you say that because I... 
baseball and yeah. you, you know i mean you're you're a baseball athletic trainer um professional baseball is it's the same it's almost the exact same thing every single day the only mm-hmm. thing it changes is like the time of game but the little like details of the day change the timing of the day never really changes you know the the time of the game was always the exact same the time when we went out for batting practice before the game was 98% of the time it was the exact same time the time i got to the field was the same but the the treatment that i did that day was different or the the rehab that i wanted to accomplish that was that, that was different like phil started off as an asshole yep went through groundhog day went through having to go through the monotony of athletic training yep but he put a spice on it every single time that he went out there and did it eventually well, he, he learned and then he learned stuff there's and- I, there's really interesting like statistics out there and like how long it would have taken him to learn all the stuff that he learned yeah and it's like some uh, it's like 200 years well, how about how about the ability to take some risks in yeah. your job there you go and just say hey you know what i'm gonna take a chance on something new yeah. today and if it doesn't work we'll try something different tomorrow and then how about just one day going bat chick crazy and stealing the groundhog and driving off a cliff in a truck <laughs> i mean that's that's the option too ultimately getting to the point where one you're distracted by the girl um and then yep. But two, that you you figure out, I can use all of my powers for good, right? Yeah. And I think strong case for Phil. All right, let's let's pick one more each. Kind of re- kind of reverse athletic training though, right? From the standpoint of starting out starting out as like kind of asshole, don't really want to. Well, I don't know. Don't want to listen to anybody. You're the you're you know you're the you can well, I don't know. Some athletic training students like think they walk on water. Yeah, that's true. That's know. true. Anyway. All right, let's do one more H and we'll one and then we'll H. we'll pick from those. Okay. I gotta look. Gotta look. Gotta look. Scrolling. Gotta look. Scrolling. <laughs> Kingpin. Scrolling. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a curveball out there. Okay. There are multiple times in Bill Murray's life. And that he has been in a movie, and he has played himself. Okay. I'm gonna. Is throw, that a fictional athletic trainer? Yep. I'm gonna throw two out there. All right. Because he's not a real person. It's Bill Murray. Space Jam. Okay. And then, did you ever, did you ever see Zombieland? I never saw Zombieland. Ah, it's a pretty good movie. He plays himself both both of the movies. Okay. Space Jam. He's Bill Murray. He's buddies with Michael Jordan. He just loves gambling, loves golfing, loves just being the fun, loving dude that is just around the athlete. Okay. Right? And that's pretty much what we get. And then he's also in that movie, the guy sitting on the bench saying, hey, just put me in the game. Just put me in the game. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I could do this. I can do this. And I think us as athletic trainers all have a little bit of that. Like, we were former athletes. We'd love to be out there with you guys. Maybe we're a little bit too old for this now. Oh man! But I would, I would love to just go and, I don't know, shoot a free throw. 
or take take a charge, right? And then in Zombieland, he basically he plays himself. He dresses up. I mean, it's a movie about zombies. He pretends to be a zombie, and he invites complete stranger. Well, doesn't really invite him, but um, he gets complete strangers in his house, and he's totally cool with it. He's just like, "Yeah, come on in. I'm I'm freaking Bill Murray. Come come enjoy my mansion. Come watch movies in my in my theater. This and that. He's just a really cool guy." I think Space Jam though is very athletic trainer, like kind of secretly. Oh man, we all want to be like. I'd, I'd love to take We're it. hanging on for dear life yeah. to, to our sports life. Yes, totally. I get totally. it. I get it. And Bill Murray does that throughout his entire life. Yeah. He's hanging on. Hanging on to He's all a hanger on her. Um, okay. What do how, you got? How about this? Well, honorable mention, he's in a movie called Rushmore. That's got to count for yep. something on this program. Sure. How about, have you ever seen the movie Scrooged? Yes, absolutely. The Christmas movie. Yep. Where the, he's... Mm-hmm. An a hole yes, boss, is. and then uh-huh. he gets put through, you know, Christmas past, Christmas present, Christmas future, and has to kind of come to terms with the fact that he needs to make a change and do better. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's actually a pretty good movie, but I think he'd be a. I mean, there's just learning in there, learning yeah. involved. I, I mean, it it. So yes, I mean, of the three are... I chose, I think that's the worst of his roles. Sure. Yeah. Anyways, look, enough with that. W- let's pick. What What are you going with here? Phil. You're going with Phil from Groundhog Day. I think I am too. Yeah. I think that's a good call. I think there's. He's got so many other roles. I'm sure there's so a couple. What other we, ones I'm going to put that... these up. What do we got? Let's. Yeah. Uh, we got Groundhog Day. Sure. What else did we say? Uh, stripes. Stripes. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. All right, we're going to put those those four up and we'll let you vote for them. And Caddyshack. Let let us know if there's... I mean, so I have not seen a lot. Some of his largest roles... Lost in Translation. Lost in Translation. I saw that a really long time ago. He's the voice of Baloo from The Jungle Book. I did see that. And Baloo's the, you know, the the fun-loving bear that's buddies with... Bosley and Charlie's Angels... Yeah, 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 whatever. But like, I didn't know he was in Park and Rec. I guess Saint Vincent was a really big role for him. Um, what's the uh, the life of, of the Life Aquatic was a really big big movie for him. Um, there's a lot of movies out there that I have not seen that maybe he was really a good athletic trainer. So if you've seen them, let us know. And yeah, like if if you think they'd be a really good athletic absolutely trainer. kevin and i say groundhog day i think what so. says you what says you all right oh what else we got left we just have one more thing oh my god we do more on this show <laughs> there's okay. just a little bit more oh gosh i'm so tired <laughs> it's the <laughs> Do you even know what we're going to talk about? Right no, now? we said it before the show, and I failed to write it down. So I'm looking at my notebook. It says feature topic, and it's just a big blank. I don't remember. This Chad. Chad just tell Chad tells me just hit record, and then we'll figure it out. Yeah. So what's the feature topic? So our oh. fe- this is this is going to be our feature topic. All right. So um, I came across. So I follow a fellow athletic trainer on Instagram. 
His name's his name is Mike Stella. So thank you, Mike, for yeah. hosting this show. So yeah, I appreciate we appreciate it. Um, I don't know Mike at all, but uh, he's got a great Instagram page. It's uh, Mike Stella underscore ATC. Hopefully we can uh, we'll take in some stuff and give you a little shout out here because uh, you put out some really cool stuff. But he made a post one day and he said the most destructive phrase in athletic training, and then in quotes. That is just the way we've always done it. Old school mentality. Old school mentality. So I love that he put um, it's the most destructive phrase in athletic training. We've talked about this in the past. We've talked about the idea of, oh, you know, that's just the way it's always been done. So that's what we do, you know, and like why, like don't don't ruffle the fre- the feathers, right? And why why would we change anything we know we know it works and why would we look into anything different and so that's just the way we've always done it what yeah. is that i mean like i mean what does that remind you of chad huh the first thing that pops into my mind is modalities mhm it was we grew up grew up i don't know we just learned such a modality driven profession and you and I have come so far and gotten away from that, you know, and gotten into yeah. the movement based medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, but learning, you know, especially like the ice world. Yeah. You know, that's just what we do. That's well, the I, first thing that popped in my head was modalities. Yeah. And I think it's interesting because I think the world of athletic training, I think the world of taking care of injuries, sports related injuries went from, uh, you know, the only thing we really know that works is if you rub something, it, it feels better mm-hmm. to, I wonder how we can treat more people at one time. Put dirt in it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Just rub some dirt on it. Um, I also think that we tried to, as, you know, just healthcare practitioners, we tried to figure out, is there more that we could be doing? And in that transition, we created so many devices that were supposed to be better than just our hands. And we figured out that ultrasound can stimulate healing and ultrasound can heat up local tissue and so forth, so forth, so forth, that we forgot that the basics also work. Now, athletic training students, athletic trainers that are just getting into the world right now of being a professional athletic trainer, um, we need to challenge the idea of that's just the way we've always done it, just like we did 40, 50 years ago and created wonderful modalities that did change the way that we could treat people um, and look at how to treat people. We need to keep inventing that way. And I think some of that is challenging the that's just what we've been doing for the last 10 years. So let's keep doing it because it works. Now, don't reinvent the wheel. Don't reinvent how the body works, right? Yeah, but you're never going to do that. Yeah, you're never going to do that. We can't change that. But we can challenge the idea that maybe everything's working, but could we do it better? How about this one, too? The more I think about this, what about 
the way we've always done things referring to how we cover sports. Okay. Either at the high school or the college, maybe even the professional setting. It's interesting how some teams have gone away from the traditional coverage model and gone into this like unique dynamic grouping of multifaceted health. Like I'm thinking of the, the Bucks model here. Yep. Where they've got a PT and yep. they might have an AT and they've got uh-huh. rehabs like th- that type of thing is it is that you know the traditional old school coverage that's the way we've always done it. Yeah, I think um, I know I'm I'm resistant to a lot of the change that is happening in the the professional sports world, um, mainly from the idea that they're a lot of teams in the professional sports uh, arena are like going to this, this team mentality that like I, who I want heading that team is very uh, rehab and research research based. It's all data now, isn't it? Very much, very much so. And then I'm going to have my roles and the athletic trainer is just one of those roles where I think, if you rewound the clock 15, 20 years ago, the athletic trainer was doing all those things and then they were being an athletic trainer. And then they also just kind of had to handle like being also the, the, um, the top of the food chain in the professional world and saying, and like delegating what was happening down below. I think that's a better model personally, only from the standpoint of, been there, done that. Now I can guide people in a different realm, but I also don't have to going back to how many years do you think you're going to be a career athletic trainer? I don't have to be using my hands all day. I can use my brain all day and I can delegate things and I can um, make sure that my team is handling things the right way. I think you insert somebody that is not familiar what, with what it's like to run out on the field when three people are down or two people are down because they collided in the outfield, I think you're asking for a really messy situation. Um, no different than if I'm a high school athletic trainer and at the your high school football game, the your administrator that is your direct boss is delegating how you run your athletic training room from treatment to rehab to on-field coverage to what happens when a player goes down. That person doesn't really need to have their hands dirty on that side. The athletic trainer needs to be the one that has their hands dirty in all of those things, and that's why we're so good at what we do. And it's probably also a, a very long conversation of why our – our profession doesn't always get the credit it deserves and it's because we're so good at so many different things, but we don't specialize in one thing in order to be the delegate of how to handle all these different situations at one time. Um, but getting kind of back to like, that's just the way we've always done it. And I like maybe the next wave, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the better way to handle it is 
changing how we cover a team, how we cover a school. Maybe there is a different way to handle that because clearly we always can get a little bit better about handling injuries. We can always get a little bit better about preventing injuries. I don't think we're ever going to be a hundred percent. I think everybody agrees to that, but maybe there is a different way and maybe it is a little more efficient. I'm thinking, I'm trying to think of situations where you would hear that's the way we've always done it. Mm -hmm. And in my head, there's one person that is always saying it. Yeah. One role, I should say, not one specific person. It's the coach. A lot of times. It's the coach coach that's been there forever Mm -hmm. that says, no, this is the way we always have done it. Uh You want to implement something new or uh, make something a little bit better. And they're so resistant to it. That's where you're going to run into it the most, I feel like. Yeah. Maybe with some administrators. Yeah. Um, but that's, yeah, that's where I would think you're going to hear the most resistance to, yeah. to change. And I think, I would, oh, yeah. Why, why do we, why do we practice at six o'clock in the morning? You it's know? the way we've always done it. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and can we, so, who I think as athletic trainers, my probably biggest advice in that conversation is if we want to start taking a little bit more ownership in how things are run, I mean, have, have everything ready to have that conversation. Right. And give people, you know, we don't, you're not, you're not looking to create arguments against anybody. No. But at the same time, if you can give, clear-cut evidence you can clear oh evidence, evidence. slipped in there evidence holy <laughs> cow. slipped what? one in Where? there <laughs> oh, this is a Sorry. whole new podcast <laughs> took a e- break EBPs. And oh my gosh what's going on um but if we can give like clear reasons of why maybe it's more beneficial in giving the example of practice times maybe it's more beneficial to practice in the afternoon why that is or vice versa maybe it is more beneficial to practice in the morning or maybe it is more beneficial to get our the the lifting portion of our practice done in the morning and you know and and not every situation and not every setting can it just be oh you know like a high school athlete high school athletic trainer you're not going to change your your the school schedule on when the athletes can work out or when they can practice. But at the same time, maybe there's a conversation for that young athletic trainer to approach the coach and say, you know what? I really think that working out in the weight room post-practice would be more beneficial on days like a, B or C and working out, pre-practice would be more beneficial on days d e and f you know i mean i think it's those tough conversations that um are going to maybe make the most growth that are going to be also met with the most amount of resistance yes so don't be scared to have those conversations though yeah i think and that's that's probably the the moral of the whole story is that as an athletic trainer you need to be prepared in order to answer the question, 
or fight the fight physically fight them physically <laughs> fight so learn jujitsu um like don't don't I do mean, that <laughs> i mean i mean no i mean you know just learn karate and be a ninja um be prepared right be prepared to defend yourself and defend yep. the profession when somebody says that's just the way we've always done it because that's not the answer to everything. No. No. So good topic. Thanks, Mike. I appreciate the uh the post and hopefully uh I don't know, one day we can uh meet the guy in person and thank him for allowing us to do episode ninety with a little bit of a better topic than we originally thought we were gonna have. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Should we wrap this thing up? Yep. Knowledge is king. Knowledge is king. You said 90 90 of these 90. things Plus there was a couple of bonus ones That we didn't include in that That's count. true Wow That's true My goal is 100 We're gonna get there 100 It's coming uh, Fast yeah. and furious <laughs> Pretty much Holy cow Well thanks maybe, for Maybe listening. by episode 100 You'll have a kid Oh my god Chad <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Don't you uh, put by, that epi- by episode 100 I'm not even gonna be married yet Don't you I, put that like, on me Ricky and there, Bobby Therefore it is impossible to not to have a kid by episode. Impossible. It's impossible. Yeah. It's completely impossible. Hold your breath. Yeah. I will. <laughs> um. Anyway, so thanks for listening, episode ninety. Yeah. And check us out on social uh, media, yeah. Candid underscore ATC, the website. CandidAthleticTraining.com. Yep. CandidAthleticTraining at Gmail dot com for any of your. Oh, if you want to submit some intro suggestions or success some, stories, some sex, sex stories. You said it. Sex, 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 sex success sex, stories. Sex, sex stories. Um, sex. Don't do not send us your sex, sex just stories. Don't, don't send us sex ed stuff. We've we've already <laughs> Kevin, messed that up so many times that we can't mess it up Kevin anymore. Was, um, Kevin was definitely not safe for work tonight. I was not safe for work. Uh, what else we got? I don't know. Well, oh, let's we'll just, just wrap it up. Do we even remember how to do this stuff? No, we're just gonna. How say do you goodbye. end a po- How do you end a podcast? Let me look it up real quick. <laughs> Bye, y'all. <laughs> Bye.